It's time for Decal Download, your source for news and information from the Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning. We'll hear from Commissioner Amy M. Jacobs and special guests to give you an update on all things Decal. This is Decal Download. Downloading now. Here's some exciting news. Building on the success of Quality Rated and several of Georgia's early learning programs, Governor Brian Kemp and DECAL have announced the creation of a language and literacy endorsement. We know that early learning provides a strong foundation for the development of children's reading skills and Commissioner, this endorsement will only strengthen that foundation. Absolutely. We'll build upon our success from not only Georgia's pre-K program, but our quality-rated system that's been in place for several years now, and we're excited to get started. And here to talk about the language and literacy endorsement is Susan Adams, Deputy Commissioner for Georgia's Pre-K Program and Instructional Supports, and Dr. Bentley Ponder, Deputy Commissioner for System Reform. Welcome to welcome back to the podcast of both of you guys, actually. Mm, thank you, Rich. Thank you. Good thank to you, have you. Thank you, Commissioner. Mm, glad glad to, to have you here. And glad to be here. <laughs> Bentley, first of all, for folks that don't know, what is a language and literacy endorsement and what's being done now to kind of put these things in place? Sure. Uh, Thanks, Reg. So I would say that, you know, we're still defining exactly what that means. And we're defining it in terms of what the components are of a language and literacy endorsement. But we're also defining what exactly we mean when we say endorsement. So starting with the latter, what we mean with an endorsement, we know that we are creating something that will both support programs and increasing their practices around responsive caregiving and appropriate language and literacy development. And we'll also support those programs who have made these investments. And I'm really excited about this because it's something that our quality rated providers have asked for, especially those at those higher star levels. They like being on this path to raise quality. Once that process ends, they want to continue on the path. So this is just a great way to support them. Uh, In terms of the former, so what are the components of our endorsement? We're going to be working with the strong internal decal committee. So we've already been meeting and figuring out what that is. Uh, We're going to have an excellent expert review panel, Mm -hmm. and we'll talk about that in just a few minutes. And then as we get all those components defined, we'll include some additional stakeholder engagement. Okay, very good. So we're trying to provide additional support to programs in providing language-rich environments for Georgia's youngest learners. So in your opinion, Susan or Bentley, how will this help facilitate the development of critical skills that are necessary for later reading and school success? So oftentimes when we think about language and literacy, we're thinking about skills Um, They're developed once kids um, enter um, school, like kindergarten. But actually, children begin to develop those critical language and literacy skills the moment they're born. And we need to pay attention to them um, at every step. So our children are in child care and being taught by skilled teachers every day. And we want to support those educators in building their skills. So what does language and literacy look like for um, young children? it's going to look different. You know, we're not going to sit in desk and um, look work on, you know, phonics. But you are going to be looking at those um, fundamental building blocks, um, having children um, be exposed to a lot of language, um, serve and return conversation, meaning that uh, I speak to a baby and the baby responds back, either by words or by looking at me and engaging that responsive caregiving there, um, exposure to a lot of print and letters. And, you know, as they go up that continuum, like in pre-K, you're going to see those kids having exposure to opportunities to write and 
to interact with books and do interactive stories, um, build their vocabulary. So how this endorsement is really both how do we acknowledge the good things that are going on in those programs already that support those key, key skills, but also to support them and how do they um, build those skills and what additional tools can we put in their toolboxes. Mm-hmm. Sort of like quality, right? It indicates not that you have arrived, but that you are on this ongoing process of striving for above and beyond health and safety, excellent education. Um, So it fits right in with that. Bentley, I know you're putting together a committee of state and national early language experts who will be meeting between now and June. How is that coming along? Uh, It's coming along great. So uh, they'll be, you know, developing what the different components are of the endorsement. We have selected the committee, and Mm -hmm. we were fortunate we got to send a formal invitation to be part of the committee from both Commissioner Jacobs and Governor Kemp. So I know they were excited to get that letter, and they've all agreed to be a part of this committee. Uh, We're now at the process of starting to engage with them. We'll have a webinar with them later on in April, and then we're looking at some in-person meetings in probably May and July with their final recommendations by the end of the summer. I'm excited about uh, working with this group, and they've all been more than willing to help us because whatever this becomes, we're not sure exactly right. Mm -hmm. Um, We will be probably the only state in the nation that has something that is um, tied this strongly to language and literacy in addition to our quality rated system. So talk about how that ties in, though, how the endorsement will tie into quality rated. Yeah, well, I mean, and first of all, this expert committee is a nice mix of state and national leaders. So we have really good experts at the tools used to measure language and literacy, but also those that are just familiar of what this looks like Mm -hmm. in responsive caregiving and instruction for young children. Uh, In terms of the, how's it tying with quality rated? Well, well, I think, you know, a lot of that is uh, 2BD to be determined, but we know that it's not going to replace the rating process. So this is not something that we're going to do instead of quality rated. Rather, it builds on our success with that program that we've had. I think I was just looking at the data. So we rated our first program in September of 2012. Mm. So we're at a really good place to build on that and build on that success. And uh, I just envision this to be kind of the next step in that uh, involvement of quality rated. Yeah. What are the other endorsements, not to put you on the spot, but we have the, we'll have this language and literacy. Do we have other endorsements as part of the quality rated? So currently we do have an inclusion endorsement um, that we work with programs to think about their policies around including um, children with disabilities and then supporting their practices there. Um, they go through both um, using a tool, and that tool rates them, a specific tool called the Inclusive Classroom Profile. Mm-hmm. And then they also receive um, technical support and some resources, things um, to use in classrooms um, from our inclusion specialist. And the, once they go through that process, then um, eligible programs can um, get an inclusion endorsement. Okay. Yeah, Very I'm good. really hoping that this serves as the formula mm-hmm. for developing more endorsements as we figure out exactly what that means. I think we got our hands full with this mm-hmm. one, so let's focus on this <laughs> one for now. Don't be but asking. Then, yeah, like yeah, but then yeah. we can look at, you know, broadening the scope. Sure. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, March 5th was Literacy Day at the state capitol, and uh, thanks to our friend Martha Dalton and uh, WABE 90.1 FM, uh, they were there covering it. We have some audio here, Governor Kemp's comments on this important initiative. I'm honored uh, also to join all of you to recognize Literacy Day. I appreciate your unwavering dedication to literacy improvements for Georgia students. 
We certainly have a long way to go, but with your commitment, focus, and help, I know that we can continue to improve literacy rates in our state. Today, as Richard mentioned, we're joined by a great group of dedicated public servants, including our school superintendent, Richard Woods, Governor's Office of Student Achievement Executive Director, Joy Hawkins, several members of her staff. Right from the start, Department of Early Care and Learning Commissioner, Amy Jacobs, and certainly my longtime friend, proud Georgia Bulldog, and now Georgia's newest literacy coach, Vince Dooley. Coach, Coach Dooley has given much to this state, obviously to the University of Georgia uh, and to his local community, and we're certainly honored to have him as our honorary literacy coach to continue to bring more recognition to solving the literacy issues that we have in our state. And Malcolm Mitchell, who's here with us, former Georgia Bulldog, former NFL player for the New England Patriots, and more importantly, author and dedicated to promoting literacy in our state. I don't know of an individual that has spent more time advocating for this issue than Malcolm Mitchell has, and we owe him our deepest gratitude for that. We've been planning this day for weeks, and certainly we're excited to see it underway. This morning, Literacy Day got started on the right foot with Chick-fil-A biscuits. Afterwards, Malcolm and I had the honor of reading his book, The Magician's Hat, to a fine group of four- and five-year-old pre-K students from the Dean Russ YMCA. As you all know, we now know these kids' birthdays and a lot of other things since I did it this morning. But as you all know, Malcolm is a strong advocate for literacy among young students. His personal journey is certainly remarkable, and he will share it with all of us later in the program. He has taken his experience and worked to help children learn to love to read. So again, we are appreciative of Malcolm's work. Sadly, Georgia struggles with low literacy rates. 63% of our students are not reading proficiently by the end of third grade. With more than 10 state agencies having a role to play in literacy improvements and hundreds of nonprofit and civic organizations working on this issue, you can certainly understand the need to align their work. That is why we are putting together the Georgia Literacy Council. The council will focus on literacy improvement impact at the state and local levels and consist of education, and human services agency heads, nonprofit organizations, teachers, and certainly private sector representatives. In addition, we're excited to announce Georgia will be the first quality-rated child care center state to include a language and literacy endorsement in the ratings. With this language and literacy endorsement, parents will know whether a child care center is quality is a quality-rated facility, and that, is, that it is providing the literacy and language development our children need early in life. 
It is critical to a child's ability to succeed in reading and education throughout their education. The Department of Early Care and Learning, or DECAL, a national leader in providing high-quality learning environments for our early learners, runs the quality-rated system for Georgia families. The star-rated system helps parents find childcare in their area that have been evaluated by credentialed early childhood experts. Families can have peace of mind knowing that any participating childcare program is committed to providing children an environment and experience that is best for their individual development. A group of national and state educational leaders will meet in April through June of this year to develop recommendations about the endorsement. In addition, we are expanding the state's growing readers program through a strategic partnership with the Department of Education. The Growing Readers Program is an intensive training for teachers so that they know how to recognize students' reading difficulties and provide the support that they need to boost the reading skills. I cannot thank our teachers enough for what they are doing and to continue to want to do to solve this problem. This program has shown much success and it represents a sustainable investment in our teacher workforce. Creating awareness about the need to end low literacy rates in our state is obviously necessary. We will continue to work with federal, state, and local leaders to reach this objective. I also want to take a moment to thank former Governor Nathan Deal and First Lady Sandra Deal for their work in this area. As you know, they both worked tirelessly, especially Mrs. Deal reading to every school district in the state and over 1,000 schools, a remarkable feat. They were, they were instrumental in bringing about awareness to literacy over the last few years, and I thank them for their leadership. I appreciate, again, you taking the time to be with us today, and I deeply appreciate your commitment to improving literacy in Georgia for our kids. Thank you very much for being here. Also with us that day was Malcolm Mitchell from Valdosta, Georgia, who in addition to being an outstanding wide receiver with the University of Georgia Bulldogs and the New England Patriots, is also a popular children's author. He shared his personal views on the importance of literacy. I feel completely honored to be in this setting speaking after two, two great leaders um, about literacy. You know, my love and affection for the state of Georgia is continuing to grow as I get older. I'm only 25, but um, as I go out into the world and I experience new things, as I embark on different journeys, encounter different people, I always come home to the state of Georgia and I'm refreshed and refueled by the energy that's here. It's so loving, it's so kind, it's beautiful, and I hope to carry the state of Georgia with me no matter where I go. I grew up in Valdosta, Georgia. Yeah. I grew up in Valdosta, Georgia, and like many kids in Valdosta, Georgia, for no one's fault, no one's fault at all, we gravitate towards athletics, football in particular, and we have the bad habit of neglecting school. And I was no different. I played football and I went to school because it was a necessary tool 
or necessary requirement to be on the field. But as I got older and started to grow wise and understand what it took to be successful in life, not in just in athletics, but in everyday living, simple things as going to the grocery store, simple things as reading captions off of the screens of movies, just everyday life, you can't be effective and efficient without reading. You just can't, and there's no way around it. And the fact that 63% of kids don't grasp that concept is a bit troublesome because if you line up a hundred of these beautiful faces, you're saying 63% of them don't get it. So they're likely not to make it in life. And to me, that's not okay. You know, once I learned the effects of reading, once I learned how it could help us blossom, it could help us grow, it could help us become more than we could ever imagine. Think about it. I'm a kid from Valdosta, Georgia, and I'm not here because I played in the Super Bowl. I'm here because of reading in itself. So that's a testimony to what reading can do for someone's life. I always tell kids, in order to succeed, you have to read. And while I was at the University of Georgia, the best college in the world, <laughs> I grasped that concept. I was 19 years late. And luckily, I had a God-given ability to play sports, and that helped me balance out the um, illiteracy that I, that I had. And I was able to catch back up. And once I saw how my life began to transform because of reading, it was my personal mission. And it is my mission to make sure that kids, before they're placing that 63%, they understand that reading can help them be successful in life, just like catching a pass, just like running a 40-yard a, a dash, just like shooting a basketball, just like making a rap song, just like being a movie star. Reading can help you accomplish things that supersede those. And the proof is in the pudding because every time I looked at someone that I deemed successful, the thing that was in their life consistently throughout everyone that's successful is a book. So that tells me right there that in order to be as successful as we can possibly be, we have to read. In order to succeed, you have to read. In order to be the best you can possibly be, you have to read. In order for these kids to grow up and blossom into productive people in society, they have to know how to read. Now, there are a lot of things out there in the world that needs to take place for kids to grow up and be successful, but for me, my personal journey and for my foundation, we're gonna focus on reading, and that'll be forever. My foundation was started soon after I graduated from the University of Georgia, and we promote uh, book ownership and just promoting reading in a fun, cool way. I have to say this because just yesterday, I was with Todd Gurley, someone else who went to the University of Georgia, um, and we were in his hometown um, talking about reading and the importance of it. And it's, it's so fun, it was so fun to talk to him about reading because he's a guy who's made enough money to be whatever he wants to do in life. He's fine, but he still reaches back because he understands in his position that in order for these kids to grow up and be successful, they have to understand the importance of reading and education. And to me, that was a special moment we shared because we, we, we started at the University of Georgia together. And we were able to see uh, each other grow up. We were able to talk to each other. We were able to understand that 
regardless of what we do in athletics, reading is more important. Someone once asked me years ago, would I pick a Super Bowl ring over a book? Now I have both. <laughs> And I'll pick that book every time. Thank you. It was a great day, but I would say we were most excited to hear Governor Kemp officially announce the creation of the language and literacy endorsement. But the work is still left to be done, right? <laughs> yes. We're excited about the announcement, um, but now we've got to we've got to get to work. So, Bentley, what are the next steps, and where are we going from here? So, as I said before, I mean, we're really in this initial stages of the development. Uh, by the time this podcast airs, uh, I think we'll have engaged more fully with this expert review committee. So, we'll have sent them all the materials they need. We'll have our meeting set, probably have done a webinar with, with that. And then we'll be focused on what are those in-person meetings going to look like. Uh, if we're looking at just a big picture timeline, I think we expect the recommendations. So, the committee will make recommendations that then the commissioner will consider. And those will be finalized in the late summer. We'll have a lot of stakeholder engagement in the fall. So our expert committee is small, but the stakeholder engagement will be much more substantial. And then we expect the endorsement to begin in January. How many are on the committee? I failed to ask that before. I think it's less than 10. We, yeah. we kept it small intentionally. Um, and we think we've got some really sh- sharp folks that have agreed to be on it. But it's pretty small. I want to say nine or 10 yeah. individuals. National and state. National mm-hmm. and state. Mm-hmm. That's it's great. a very impressive list. Yes. All right. Well, you'll be seeing more about that. It's also an impressive list of our decal internal staff who are working on that, too. Right. So working together, and uh, we'll keep you updated on all of this through our social media and here on Decal Download. If you'd like more information on Quality Rated, just go to the website. It's www.qualityrated.org. And Susan and Bentley, thanks for being with us this week. Thank you. Thank you. Now your questions from the water cooler. Hi, Commissioner Jacobs. My name is Rehan Khaki, and I'm the communications intern. My question for you is, do you have any good book recommendations? So I'm currently reading this book, and I will admit that I've been reading it for about three years <laughs> um, because I just don't have a whole lot of time to read, unfortunately. Um, but I'm reading Lincoln on Leadership. Um, so I'm just trying to learn about you know different leadership styles and thought processes. And it's actually really entertaining for Lincoln to have been a president long, long time ago. Um, he's got some really great um, attributes and in leadership skills that I actually um, take to heart about building relationships and being respectful and things like that. So it's a really short read. I'm embarrassed to say that since I haven't finished it yet, but I am still reading it and I would recommend it. It's an easy read too. But like a good friend, it's always there for you. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Time for the decal download quiz. Your chance at winning a nice prize in our contest. We'll draw one name from all the correct answers to this question. Name the football player turned children's author who spoke at this year's Literacy Day at the Capitol. Name the football player turned children's author who spoke at this year's Literacy Day at the Capitol. Email your response to decaldownload at decal.ga.gov. And good luck. Thanks for tuning in to Decal Download. For more information, visit our website at decal.ga.gov. The conversation continues on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest. Follow Commissioner Jacobs on Twitter at C-O-M-M Jacobs.